Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And this episode, another episode, we're going to be doing some more random things. And this season six chronicles, we're going to be doing some more things. We're going to be talking about things that you need to do to help you better yourself, more productive, and live a good life and have wonderful things. Yeah, this is the season six crime chronicles and everything. Well, right now, and this right now, we're going to be talking right now. It's moto time. Hey, remember this. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Hey, just pay your bills. Don't rob Peter and pay Paul. And do what you got to do to be on this side of life. And also remember one thing. Never quit your day job while copying the world. You want to be successful, always have a job to fall back on. The reason why I say that is because I want to tell you this. This is a true fact, not a story, not a fact. It's a true fact that you need to understand. One thing, all successful, wealthy people, guess what they do? They never quit their day job. Warren Buffett still worked at his company, Berkshire and Hathaway. Bill Gates still worked at Microsoft while achieving his wealth. Elon Musk still worked at his company, Tesla, while building his empire. Seriously, Sir Richard Branson still worked at his company, even though he was a chairman. Still worked at his company, Virgin. Yes, I'm telling you, those successful people like that and Jeff Bezos, the founder, uh, the one who pioneered, him and his ex-wife pioneered the company, Amazon. He still stayed at Amazon, even though he was still a billionaire. You the reason why? Because billionaires divide their wealth by the amount of money they have. Elon, I'm telling you, Jeff Bezos didn't quit his job until he achieved a certain amount of billions. Then he stepped down from the company, which he oversees. Oh, it was still his company, but he just didn't do the day-to-day operations. And look at this one right here. Mark Zuckerberg still runs, still runs Facebook, even though he only takes a small amount, but he, but he takes it in perturity, which is the stock options, and he takes money, as well as, you know, saying that he gets um, packages like stuff for a cell phone, his, his living expenses and stuff, so, and overall, he's still making money, even though he's making billions, that's what he does, so if you're trying to achieve your dream, keep your job, you go achieve your dream, if it's hard for you, then what I would tell you this, Keep your job until you make enough money. You got to make enough money to where you have to quit your job. Because you have so much money that you can actually quit your job and and still work and still live a good life. But if you just quit your job and focus 24 hours into your company, what if your company fails, right? Then you have to take out all these massive loans and stuff. And then you got to pay back a lot of, if you look on the TV show Shark Tank, a lot of those people on there, they tell you, what do you do? Well, I'm working and still trying to do this. And then they'll tell you, well, I don't think that you're not focused into this company. You say, well, yes, I am. Well, I need you to be able to focus 24-7. I am. But would you still working? He says, well, I got bills to pay. And, and I need to have those bills paid. I, I, I can't get just get loans constantly on top of loans. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to build. You do that. Some people, some people if you have to quit your job, you be successful to do that. But if it's hard for you and you're just struggling, keep maintain your job and then do what you do to build your empire. That's one way of doing it. I'm not gonna I will not tell you quit your job. I say keep your job. That's why I say never quit your day job while conquering the world. When I say day job it means job. It can be whether it's night or swing, whether it's day, swing, evenings, or grade. Whatever type of shift you work on, keep it. Then while you're doing that, build your empire. Because you need to build that empire. It, that's a way that you can have success. Build that empire by doing it that way. I would not tell you not to quit your job because don't. Because if, I, if I'm the application, I'm telling you to be successful, I look at the way the wealthy 
the one-tenth of one percent of wealth. That's what they do. The wealthiest people in the world. The most, you know, there's one person in the world, he's a super billionaire, and he lives overseas in Europe. There's this guy, he's a billionaire. Uh, I think it's Renault. Andre Renault. Well, one of them. But there's another guy, he's a super, super billionaire. You know what he does? He's so rich. But guess what he does? He still lives in a still lives in an apartment. He lives in a condo apartment that he bought. His apartment. And he still lives there. Pays pays his utilities and everything. Still gets up and goes to work. He catches the mass transit to go to work. Doesn't have a driver. He only has a driver when he needs to go to somewhere important. He'll get a driver. But 90% of the time, he's on the mass transit or he's taking an Uber, Lyft, depending on where you live, or he's catching a cab, depending on what country that you're in. For him, he was he was always catching the cab or he's catching the mass transit. You know, that's what he does. And that guy right there is a multi-billionaire. A lot of rich people sometimes just don't want to quit their job because they, they, they build that company to the point to where they, they build their empire by working and they want to keep working. And then they'll take time off from work and then they'll go live a lifestyle, live a, live a good lifestyle, relax and, and repose, then get back to work, right back to doing what they normally do. Because here's what they do. Billionaires do this. Let's say I'm an example, I'm a super billionaire. I go out there and I'm out there working hard, doing my job. I'm building my empire. All of a sudden I take time off vacation or whatever. I spent, say, a hundred grand on vacation. We'll keep that. No, I would never, well, yeah, I would never spend that much, but I say I did. Now, when I come back to work, the money that I spent on my trip and my vacation, I got to get all that back. I got to get that money back. Reason being, because I spent money that I didn't want to spend, but I did because it was, it was a good thing. So what I have to do is recuperate what I spent. That's what you got to do. Rich people do stuff like that. That's what you need to do. You need to build that empire. In order to build that empire, you gotta do things like that. I would tell anyone and everyone, that's how you build your empire. Never quit that day job. Also, time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're wasting money. You don't wanna waste time and you don't wanna waste your money because your time is the equity of a value of money. I always tell people that your time is money. You don't wanna spend your time on wasteless things so you want to build that empire so build your capital all right all right we're good now let's talk about something that's important i say this to everyone this is how we're going to build our empire this is how we're going to build this empire that we have we're going to do we're going to do a few things we're going to change the way the way your mind thinking is to be successful you got to think like a successful wealthy person and you got to think like a rich person most people say what do you mean well, rich people think different. And if you're rich, you have to think totally different from what normal people think. I mean that. That's why successful, wealthy people think. They think totally different. And they think like that because that's how their mindset is. And your mind has to be on this set of, I'm getting out there, I'm going to grind, I'm going to get out there, I'm going to hustle, I'm going to build my capital, I'm going to build my success. And I'm going to be this person that I need to be. So you need to do that, all right? Good. Now we got that. Let's get started beginning. Let's get, let's begin. Listen. So your success is about what you're going to do. Put yourself into shoes what you need to do. All right. Let's talk. Before we do that, it's the Crime Chronicles. I want to give a shout out. This goes out to all the hardworking people out there that are blue collar. I also shouted them out before, but I'm going to shout them out again. 
again because I'll keep shouting them out. This goes out to anyone that's a hardworking blue-collar worker. I know how hard you work. If you work in the service industry, you work twice as hard because you have to deal with customers. When you're in the customer service industry, listen to what it says. Customer service. You are a, you providing a service for a customer. That's what you have to do. Yeah, in that kind of society, you have to do that. A lot of times, it's the hardest job. I'm telling you, customer service is the hardest job to deal with because you have to deal with all these people and their emotions. Sometimes, like if you work in the restaurant industry, who works when it comes to customer service? Hotels, yeah, you can kind of, you know, kindness. But in the in the in the industry of service, customer service, like restaurants and and stuff like that, and coffee shops and stuff. Let's give a good example. I work this, I work in the customer service industry, and I work in the coffee industry, well as a restaurant slash, you know. So here's what happened. I'm gonna tell you this story, and I'm gonna add this because this kind of goes away. I was working. I had a customer who ordered. Who came in? He was drunk. He ordered a, a pizza, simplest thing you can order. And he sat down, and, he, and this pizza takes 10 minutes to, from prep to in the oven. From prep to in the oven, it takes about maybe 15 minutes. That's all. Because you got to prep it, and then you got to put it in the oven, and that's 10 minutes in the oven, give or take seven minutes. If it's not too done, then you want to make sure it's well done. And if they say, I want it well done, they want to, then you got to spend a little more time. This guy was so irate and mad. He said he sat here for 40 minutes. It only been 15 and he said, it's been 40 minutes working pizza. And I tried, and I told him, I apologize. I'm so sorry, sir. Let me go check on your order. And I had a line of people. And I'm like, let me check on your order. Oh, then I then you get customers like this. I had a customer. I was in line, and I, and I had an older lady who was looking for her money and stuff. And when older people come in, I treat them the same way I treat everyone else. I have a rule of thumb. The person that's in front of me is the person I'm giving the most attention to because that's the time that I'm going to spend with you. I don't sit there and be like, oh, can you move over and let me get this? No, I don't do that. I actually spend my time with that person because you know why? I'm going to be that person, that older person like that. I'm going to be up in age and I'm probably going to be just like that person. So I tend to treat everybody the same. And this lady just literally walked up where the lady walked over to the window to look at what patient. She goes, um, yeah, let me get um, let me get this and let me get A and let me get B and let me get this, let me get that. She kept saying, I said, excuse me, um, this lady right here, is, I will be with you just a moment. I'm in a hurry. Said, what the fuck? What the hell? What the fuck? And she's just going off calling all kinds of names and saying, damn, lady, are you here? I'll pay for your food. She's like, she just. She just, she's a um, and lady, the old lady was nervous and was scared because the lady was getting young girl was getting loud, young girl was getting loud. I was like, I'll be with you in just a moment. I apologize, but I gotta deal with her. Well, you can just get my order. I only want one item. And then I'm like, um, okay, I understand. But I will be with you in just a moment. Just wait. Lady didn't want to wait. She couldn't wait. She was impatient. She was like, I need my order. And finally, when the young lady. When the older lady got her order done, she, I told her thank you. She said, I'm sorry. I said, that's when I told her, let me explain something to you. The person that's in front of me gets the same treatment. I don't care how long that line is. You know, because I want you to be able to, I don't want you to have a mistake and say, that's not what I ordered. This is not what I want. I want you to treat that. This is what you want. So I repeat it back and lazy, that's what I wanted. And boom. Then when I got done, the girl come up, finally, I can get my order. Finally, finally, finally. Are you going to take my order now? I was like, yes. How can I help you? She said, and you said you wanted one item? She says, yes. 
I want this drink. I was like, yes, oh, you know what? Since I'm here, let me get this. And I looked at her, and she goes, I know what I know what And she got getting louder and louder. I haven't said anything yet. I was like, okay, now she's ringing it up. She goes, and she goes, you know what? I want this. I know what you're going to say. And I'm like, didn't know what I was going to say. I was going to say, the first thing I was going to say is, I know for a fact you don't want one item. Once you get up there, you say one item, then you turn around and say, I know what else. And then she goes, You know what else? I want this. Let me get some french fries. And let me get some chili cheese fries. No, no, make crash that chili cheese. Get that french fries. Get the chili cheese fries. And then she's bringing it. And then I repeat it back to her. I know what I ordered. No, ma'am. I'm just repeating it so that you'll know exactly this is what you ordered. So you'll know. This is what you asked for. She said, you know what? She sat there and spent a long time there. Longer than that older lady. And everybody in the back was like, oh. One guy was like, oh, so it's like that. You complained about a guy. guy literally just, customers came to my defense. Guy said, oh, so you just, and she's like, what do you mean? You told her that all you wanted was one item and you're getting all this. Well, I didn't know. Well, I, I decided I wanted so that kind of pissed him and, you know she was like but I, I gave her the utmost customer service she got her food did you need a tip here's the question did you need a tip the answer is no no tip nothing didn't get a thing but i didn't care because you know what i thought in my mind you'll come back and if you come back you'll give me that's the way you'll get you'll say you had great service that's where i look at it if you come back, if you don't have tip money, I don't care. I mean, because I still get paid. I have a job and I get paid. Oh, the tip is just a bonus. It's like the icing on a cupcake. You like the cupcake with icing on it? It's like good. It's like if I get a, if I get a cinnamon roll. There's two cinnamon rolls. It's like a good example. There's two cinnamon rolls. There's a plain cinnamon roll and there's one with icing on it. I give you the cinnamon roll and you look and you go, ooh. So I say that, you know, I understand how it works and everything goes. So that person was very rude. You get those a lot. Especially like on a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. You get those because they're drunk or they're, they're just out and about. Or some people don't know. And there's some people that, that are used to fine dining. Five star, not a mission, but more like a, just a fine place where everything's catered to them, where everything's given to them. You know, or, excuse me, where is this? Or, excuse me, where is that? And then they tend to, you have to direct them. And they go, uh, um, where? And he goes, right over there. You can, um, where's ketchup? Y'all bring it to the table? Um, no, man, you can help yourself right over, take as much as you need. Or, or they'll say, is there ketchup on my, is there mustard and stuff on my sandwich? Um, no, man. There's not, oh, can you put that on there? Um, sure, but here's a question. The amount that we put on there may, may be more or less than what you asked for. So we will have it back there so you can put the amount that you need. Because, good example, if you get this sandwich and we put mustard on there and we don't put too much mustard, you'll say, that's too much mustard. I only wanted a little bit. 
That's why we have it so you can do it yourself. And some people kind of like that. They can do it themselves. Others prefer us to do it. So, okay, we'll put it on there. How much do you want? I don't want too much. Just a little. All right. Then uh, all of a sudden they come back. You didn't put much. You didn't put that much mustard on there. I want it more than that. Now I'm going to do it. I really, I really explained to you. Sorry. Oh. I didn't understand. You know. You know. You know, a lot of people tend to wonder about what's going on. So that's why I always tell people, sometimes you gotta kill them with kindness. I always say, kill a person with kindness. When you kill them with kindness, that's all you can do in this industry. You just gotta kill people with kindness. You be very nice to them, treat them right, and they'll, they'll be alright. I always say that. If you're young, it's the hardest job to ever do when you're young. Reason being is because you're young and it was your first job or whatever. And and these people are just coming at, coming at you with all these questions and being hard at you and stuff. I always tell people sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta be a beast. You gotta be a beast about it. Sometimes you gotta be that beast mode. You gotta get into beast mode. And that's what I mean when I talk about when I say about the service industry and stuff. You gotta be a beast, not be mean, not be belligerent on someone. You just gotta be nice enough to where they understand, okay, yes, I can get you, I provide you with good service. You provide them with good service, they'll, they'll come back. You provide them with terrible service, they'll still come back. Because they wanna they wanna redeem. Oh, that's bad. I'm gonna let them have it. You know, I had a customer who literally let me have it. He was so drunk and he told he ordered all these food. And then he turned around and said, take that out. So I took it off. I, you know, rung it up. I had a line of people. I got down with the line. He sat down and, and then he got up, being drunk, and said, hey, where's my this? Will you, will you use chili cheese fries? I like chili cheese fries. He said, I ordered chili cheese fries. Where is it? Where's my chili cheese fries? I, I grabbed the receipt. I grabbed the receipt. I looked through it. I find his receipt. Uh, he told me what he had ordered. I looked at it where the table. I saw what he ordered. They were still eating. I grabbed and I walked over to him and said, I'm terribly sorry, you didn't order chili cheese fries. See? No, I didn't. I said chili cheese fries and you're supposed to give me chili cheese fries. I want my money back. And I'm like, you didn't order chili cheese fries. I have the receipt. I want a manager. And the manager comes over. I showed the manager the receipt. Manager walks over. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. You didn't order chili cheese fries. No, I did. Yes, I did. He didn't put it on there. And then the manager was like, do you want to get I, I stopped the manager. I said, listen, he had chili cheese fries. But he said, take those off. When I told him the price. When I told him the total amount, he said, remove the chili cheese fries. That was it. He didn't want them. But now he says, I know. And I said, let's look at the camera footage. I stood there. I said, we got the camera footage. I told the manager, just call the camera footage. And you'll see where I was showing him. And I told him about the chili cheese fries. So they went and said, fine. As he goes, as we go to get the camera footage, she's calling for camera. He goes, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. And he goes, walks away drunk. He was drunk. That's how we do things. You know? He was like, he sat down. His friend comes up. Can I get an order of chili cheese fries? Yeah. Yeah, he wants chili cheese fries. I'm sorry. I said, that's okay. I I, I, I I had this receipt. I remember what he ordered. And one thing I do say, if you're in the service industry, you better have good memory. If your memory is not that great, don't get in. 
If you're one taking orders and stuff. Now, if you're running food out, you don't have to worry about that. If you're like a runner or a dishwasher, a runner or a dishwasher or a busser, you ain't got to worry about that. But if you're the one that's taking orders for people, oh, you got to memorize every damn thing that's on that list of what they ask for. And then repeat it back to them. You have to repeat it twice, repeat it twice. Because if you don't, they're going to say, you didn't, I didn't get this, where's this at? And then you have to explain to them. That just, and then you got to tell them, I said, and then, you know, and then they're going to get mad because they got to charge their card again. Oh, one, that's even the worst that I have. And this is something that even really, it'll help. I had a customer today. He came up, where I work at, I work at, I work at, he came up and he says, he had, he had an order. The credit card wasn't his. It was his girlfriend's. And and I and I go. Um, I looked down. I saw the card. And 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 I looked down. And the card kept denying. He says, "There's money on this goddamn card. There's money on this goddamn card." I know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Y'all system is messed up. I said, "I'm terribly sorry." It says decline. And it says insufficient funds. I know what happened to me. I remember I went to a place and my car got declined. And the reason why is my car got locked because I was I had spent I had went shopping in three places back to back, and it, and that's why it got declined. So I know how that is. So I say I'm running again. I say here manually. He says why do I gotta put it manually? And, uh, and then he goes he goes to his girlfriend. He walks back. He's not in his car. He walks away and pissed off. I I erase everything. I write everything down. I said just go, you know. So he gets his girlfriend, she comes back over. She looks and she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, he locked my car because I pulled money out of my account when I was here. Let me let me unlock it. It's been blocked. Let me unlock it and say that it's not fraudulent. I like how my bank does it. I was like, yes. And he's all like, what the fuck? I told you, I told you there's money on She says, she told him, hey, my bank freezes my account when I spend way too, when I spend something really quick and rapid, just protecting me. And he's like, oh, and he, he didn't say sorry. He just said, that, here's my order. And I wrote it down. I redid the order and paid for it. So he was, he got his food. And he got pissed off at me, taking it out on me for his car being declined, which was hers, wasn't his. And, and I'm like, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, and I go, she has to sign. I can sign. No, sir, she has to sign. I signed for what the fuck y'all used to do that before did I do that I looked at him did I do that I know I didn't do that because I don't do that unless I don't do that unless and then the weird thing is here's where's what this one really gets me what gets me about in the, in the service industry people will sign not their signature they just be like one guy just scribbled like this I said can I see your ID he looked at me said what do you need to see my ID for I just gotta match the signature what the fuck oh, oh. he was so belligerent mad at me because the signature wasn't the matching I just need to match you know make sure that you know what the fuck I'm not giving you here fuck it I'll just pay cash so he hands me cash he was so mad one lady said she had a cop card, you know, that points and stuff on there and stuff. And she goes, and I'm and I'm ringing her up. And as I ring her up and stuff, I, I pause. I said, is there anything else? So she goes, and she's digging in her purse. Nope, that's it. Are you sure? And I, I said, are you sure? She's like, yes, because she's digging. So I'm waiting. So are you going to take, are you going to ring my order and stuff? 
just so happened my manager happened to walk over. And as I got down, she goes, you know what? You didn't, I had my um, points. You didn't take my points. You didn't check if I had any points. And the manager overheard me. When she came up, she was in back of me. She overheard me explain, is there anything else? And the manager goes, ma'am? Manager goes, ma'am, he asked you, is there anything else? And you didn't say anything. You said no. Yes, well, I'm looking for my You have nothing. Well, she had 80 cents, and the 80 cents wasn't, you couldn't use. Well, it's, I know I got, it's just I got 80 cents. And I go, ma'am, you can't use 80 cents. You have to have a whole dollar. So if it was 80 cents, if it was a dollar, yes, I can use it. 80 cents, I can't use. It's like if you have nothing. Well, I thought, and she just off on me. Got mad at me. She grabbed her, snatched her receipt. And stuff. I was like, man, that's the wrong receipt. I made my need that receipt. And she goes, what, what, what? Wrong receipt. This is your receipt. That's just, that's the wrong receipt. That's someone else's. Because I had actually had two secret sheets down and I was about to pick up. And she grabbed the wrong receipt. I said, wrong receipt. Here you go. And I signed it. She signed. She, like this. And then she, you know, I handed it. And she walked away. And she threw her receipt away. I said, you need that receipt for your food. Why do I need that for my food? Because when they call your number, because yours is to go, you're going to need that. Wow. I don't care. And that manager looked at me. Just remember who she is. I, I looked at what it was. And I wrote it down. I set it to the side. She came back up. She said, I'm, where's my Where's They called her. They called that number. She was sitting there talking. They called her number. And she gets up. They said, you have a receipt? No, I don't have a goddamn receipt. He didn't give me no damn receipt. My manager was still there. My manager was still there. She was still there doing. She was there just getting herself something to drink. And I go, do you remember? Yes. She goes, here's your food. Next time, keep your receipt. Keep my receipt? For what? Because in order for you to give us your food, you have to have a receipt. Why? She said, she, and she said it, and which was, which is, this is how we eliminate. She says, here's an example. You paid for this food, okay? Now, say, for instance, someone else sees you throw that receipt away. Because they have that receipt, they can come up and when we holler that number, say, here it is, because we don't know. The people back there don't know that that's not their food. They just see the receipt with the number, with the with your order number, and that's it. So we, that's why we tell you, keep your receipt. You can throw it away afterwards because we're not going to call that number. Because if, and if, and if it's questionable, we'll ask you, um, what did you have? And then you have to tell us. So I, I, know, I know what you got because I remember who you are. So here's your food. I'm your, I'm your receipt now. Here's your food. And she snatched it and she walked away from this dog. Pissed. I mean, she was like on steroids. That's how mad she was. She was on steroids. And that's how mad she was. I didn't trip about it.
when you don't want customers, you want good customers, but you don't want bad customers. So in a sense, it's with a grain of salt. You're gonna get the good, the bad, the ugly. So in order for you to maintain, you gotta maintain the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you want those, so you gotta maintain having good customer service, and you gotta have great skills. You gotta be a people person. I have the most terrible smile. I'm missing teeth in front of my mouth, and I just, you know, I look ugly. Necessarily mean that they give you 100% of your care. You get 100% of your basic care, like my basic needs. Like if I go in for a physical, I get a physical. I get blood drawn. If I need some like cholesterol medicine or I need some vitamins or something, they'll cover that. If I have to have a small surgery, they'll cover that. Something that's within my within my parameters of care, my triage care, my, my plan. And my plan is the basic plan. I don't have the high level plan because I wasn't hurt. I, I'm not a paralyzed veteran. I don't have, you know, missing leg, missing wounds. I'm not, I don't have a hole in my chest. I'm not deformed. I just have missing teeth. I didn't get that before. Which I didn't go to war. You know what I mean? In a sense, you know what I mean? I was in peacetime when I was in the military. Yeah. I was during war, but not in war. They were doing the campaign and stuff, but I was not over there. I didn't go over there. I was in the very first Gulf I went to when I went into the military. The very first Gulf I was in the military. And I went in. And they was over there and stuff. And units went to cut. I didn't get no injuries and stuff like that. So I was good. So that's what I tell people. I was good. So other than that, that's what I mean when it comes to care. So people don't ask me that. And, I, and, and one day I will get my mouth fixed eventually. I got I to gotta get some money. I know some places that I'm trying to find places that will do it for free. If I can get someone that will do it for free, you know, maybe get some dentures or something. That's why I do my podcast, trying to raise money so that I can get that done. But, you know, it's, that's my story. I digress. But I will say one thing. In the service industry, you got to have that gotta have that skill of gotta be gotta be nice gotta treat customers the way they want to be treated i still wear my mask even though they don't require it. i still wear it because you know it's just me i don't have to wear it but i still wear it just because it's me until they say we don't no longer need to wear the mask you can stop wearing it but until then i'm gonna keep wearing it because it's just an anonymity thing on me and i feel safer that way but you know we're good so now now that you understand about that I want to tell everybody out there, I thank you for listening to my podcast. That was just talking about the service community because that's where I work in. 
And if you, like I said, never quit your day job on conquering the world. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by BlackLeadersConquer.com. For all your electronic needs, go there, check it out, see what you want, see what you can find. Um, I, I, I kind of want to tell you I love each and every one of you out there. Do me a favor, hit me up on social media, spread my podcast around, do what you got to do, grind out there, grind hard, push for emphasis out there, you know, do what you got to do, live your life to the fullest, make sure everything is good. You do what you do, I'll do what I do, and I'm going to maintain my, 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 my quality of, of life and everything, and I want each and every one of you out there, because I love each and every one of you out there that are listening. I don't care how many listeners I got, whether I got one, or whether I got two, or whether I got one, two, ten, or a hundred, everyone still gets the same. I'm going to keep giving you what I can, same content, random quality, and everything. So, hey, by the way, Bravo 6 going dark.